Hello, and welcome to the Pack Mag Parents Podcast, your place to laugh and learn. Everything we do is to make the lives of everyday parents easier. Without further ado, let's welcome our hostess with the mostess, Bree James. Hello, Pack Bag Parents. Bree, back with you on the Pack Bag Parents podcast. Great to have your ears uh, today. Thanks for giving us a piece of your day. Now, on today's episode, I chat to the founder of the Soka Australia, which is a she's a laundry expert herself. Uh, so Nicole Gibson's her name, and she's going to help us work out those tough toddler stains that don't seem to budge no matter what we do. So she shares her top tips to remove tough stains and how we can manage the mountain of laundry we know too well. So let's get her on Zoom. It's time to get to class. So Nicole, tell me, how did you become a laundry expert? I mean, obviously many of us mums, we... we uh, we kind of feel like laundry experts because we do like 5 billion loads uh, a year. Uh, but obviously, you know, we just jam it in and put it in the dryer or stick it on the line if we've got time. And, you know, that's about as expert as we get. So you are a true expert. Tell me, how did you become a laundry expert? Well, I think, to be honest, we all just hope for the best when we put things in the in the, in the washing machine. And um, with kids, they're, they're so unpredictable. And as I always say, every stain has a story and you know some are good stories some are some are bad stories and you know some I suppose um you know you need to make better decisions but I have um I'm a family of six um yeah and just I've got four they've obviously grown up I've got four teenagers at the moment so I think when when you're a mum with young kids you know when you go through all the stages you know the you know the babies the toddlers they're getting dirty the you know when they start to eat my goodness that's when you get a lot of stains happening there so I've gone through all the process and you think you know little ones are the worst but no I'm telling you now teenagers are double as bad like they yeah you wait for it everyone wait for it (laughs) Is that because of the smells and also the stains? Well, I think that it depends if they're boys and girls. And I've got two of each. So I have, you know, some very sporty children. So I've got all the sweat and the odour stains. I've got some really, well, I've got at least one lazy child who, you know, will play out in the yard with with their socks like don't worry about the shoes that they have I provide for them they will just play which is great that they're playing and I think as um as a mum you you have to choose your battles and sometimes I'm just happy that they're outside playing but I obviously have to deal with the the socks that are purely black on the bottom you know so then obviously as as they get older you know they party there's lipstick and there's Fake tan is a big one. Um, yes, the alcoholic drinks, like you name it. Um, it's, a, it's a variety of stains, which it just, it's just a constant, oh, my goodness, what's happening today? Yeah, and I think by that age, you don't want to scratch and sniff some of those stains either. Oh, I got caught out on the weekend. But, yes, you, uh, you don't. You really don't. So with all of that, and you know, obviously being, I, I call us mums, you know, we wear many, many hats. Um, and one of those hats that we all wear is a home engineer, I call us. So yes, we're always in the laundry. It's the most popular house. Even, even during a pandemic, the laundry is never closed. It's never cancelled. So it's the constant battle of, um, you know, 
different issues. And I suppose in the laundry, you do face a lot of issues that, you know, with their clothes, because clothes are obviously some seasonal and, you know, as they get older, it's fashion, you know, what's in fashion and they're expensive. So you want to maintain the quality, their shape, you know, hopefully staying free to get the most out of your money that you spend on clothes. Because it is, it's a real bugbear for many. I know a lot of my week is spent in that little tiny room. Um, it should be the nicest room of the house, really, for the amount of time you spend in there. Um, have you got any tips for making it less of a chore? Well, look, obviously, you you do need to put the time in every day. You know, sometimes you just can't be bothered. And by the weekend, you, you would be like swimming in clothes on the floor. So do a load every day um i would suggest and obviously make sure you you have a white basket a dark basket a colored basket um depending on how your family are set up for me there's a lot of school uniforms um and there's also a lot of sporting gear so depending on how your family dynamics are and what you wash most of um you need you do need to have a system in place just don't leave it for the weekend yeah because otherwise your weekend's just washing right that's it (laughs) and life's too short to be in the laundry as I always say and obviously I designed the soaker tub which is to help save sanity in the laundry for all mums and dads and it it allows you to you know soak and soak your dirty items you know hand wash your delicates anything that's really putrid you can have multiple things on the go in the one tub still have that um, space to wash your hands rinse things off and that's the problem with with laundry spaces often they are small and or maybe they're really big but at the end of the day there's generally only one sink so I've tried I've designed this Australian made um, product to increase the usability and functionality of the sink which many parents are you know really really praising me for that so it's that's another a tip for a lot of places with when spaces are premium their laundry spaces are small or they may be in the kitchen you know you don't want to cross contaminate but it is it's a real sanity saver so check it out yeah definitely we'll put that link in the show notes um so I guess with multiple changes of clothes during the day that we're talking about here, whether they're toddlers or teens, um, they're really tough on their clothes. Um, Have you got any tips and advice for managing the mountains? So I love the idea of the three baskets. What about hanging? Like obviously, you know, getting the clothes out and back in again. Is there any tips for, you know, getting the kids to, I guess, pitch in and help as well? So it's not all on you. Well, for me um, at this stage, my children have their own laundry baskets they're responsible for putting their dirty clothes in the basket and it's been a challenge some of them are 20 and they still struggle so keep with it parents because sometimes it's that Pavlo's law they need to be um, reminded constantly but saying that you know often so many clothes you know I'm gonna I'm gonna want my youngest child for example He's the lazy child and hopefully he's not listening, but he will, um, if you say clean up your room, kids, he will clean up, well, even the clean clothes, he'll put in the dirty wash basket. Even if the wash basket's in the bathroom or the laundry, you know, they just pick it up and they go, oh, let's just clean up and put it away. And they're not dirty. And so often 
we will wear an outfit, whether adults or kids, they might, we might go somewhere. They're not dirty. They don't need to be washed. And obviously the more we wash clothes, it's more damaging to the fabric fibers. They lose their vibrancy. Um, they may get out. The more you wash, they're going to lose out of shape. They're going to, you know, they're not going to be as mint condition as when you purchase them. So by just taking them off, hanging it on a hanger, air dry it, air dry it somewhere in a breezy spot. You can even hang it out on the line on a coat hanger. But that will just be enough to, yep, it's nice and fresh. You can pop it back in your wardrobe again. So if you don't have to wash it, is a big tick for me. I agree. Nothing drives you more wild than we've done the, the weekend washing and then or the week's washing and there's clean clothes in there. Oh, and it, and it kills me. And there's so many things like with laundry comes, you know, ironing. And like my husband, for example, he's on the other end of the scale. He will iron his, you know, running clothes to go for a run. Um, I'm not... I'm not there. I'm not at that point. However, you know, there's lots of things mums and dads can do um, to reduce the wrinkles. Now, one of them would be, you know, from the washing machine, you could hang, well, you can neatly hang them on the clothesline in a way that they're going to dry with less wrinkles rather than just like a little bit crooked. Um, you can hang them on a coat hanger, which obviously is going to keep their shape and um, they're going to dry with a lot of school, a lot of mums, you know, hang up the school uniforms, which is a great tip. Um, you can, I also recommend, um, I make up this little laundry, iron-free laundry spray. And what it is, it's one litre of water and like one teaspoon of lavender essential oil or about 20, it's equivalent to about 20 drops of lavender. And so what, and you shake that up and you just spray it on, um, the kids school uniforms or whatever you want to wear to reduce the wrinkles so lavender essential oil naturally um, relaxes the fabric fibers so once you spray it on and as it dries it sort of smooths out those wrinkles and it is honestly the go-to kids can use it obviously it's electricity free ironing it's safe for the kids they can spray it on their uniforms the night before yeah, and it's great for camping. You just as as a go to. So um, that's I even sometimes spray the kids as they're walking out the door to the bus with it. Look, you know, call child services now. But um, it's it's what you it's whatever you can do. I think it keeps them nice and zen as well, and keeps them relaxed and looking wrinkle free. Well, it doesn't as as the as it dries, the lavender smell disappears. So sadly, they're not relaxed all day, but you do have less wrinkles. So definitely give that a try. Oh, now some tips on stains. Now, obviously, you know there's some pretty standard stains: grass stains, wine stains, um, blood stains. Um, yes. Uh, my son got a, a soy sauce stain the other day. I cannot get uh, that out. Oh, yep. Any yep. tips? Yes. Well, look at the there's an I always call it an escalation pathway so if you attend to stains early that's going to be your best bet and the first tip I would say is obviously take it off and rinse from the inside out and flush it under some running cold water um, and that what that's going to do from the inside out it's going to flush any of that that solution or the stain sort of rather than flushing it into the inside the fabric it's going to send it on its way so that is my first big tip and what happens with a lot of 
stuff, say food stains, there's the tannin. Like, yes, they have an oil base, but then there's the tat, like the color component of the stain. So what you're doing is flushing a lot of that and diluting that color back out of the fabric for you to then go, okay, this is what we're left with. Maybe we're left with the oil. Maybe we're left with a little bit of a lighter stain. So that, that would be my first tip. Attend to it early. Flush it through with cold running water because obviously hot water would set the stain more like, yeah, so avoid hot water if you can. Different things, um, different stains you can attend to differently. For example, any mostly food, oil, oil stains, food stains, you can use with um, a combination. Now, I have developed a little special combination, which happy to share with your, your listeners. Um, it's it's white vinegar so I have a cup of white vinegar and three quarters of a cup of clear dishwashing liquid and I say clear only because if some there's some really bright colored dishwashing liquids which are obviously artificially colored so if you're on a white shirt I'd hate for that artificial color to transfer onto a white shirt or maybe it's a shirt that bleeds a little bit of color so it's green and then you know the color pyramid and then it ends up blue or something like that in that little spot so best bet try clear so with those two those two ingredients pop it in the microwave or if you don't have a microwave just heat it on like heat it up a little bit so what happens when you heat it the molecules join together so then when you put it in a spray bottle and just give it a swirl before you use it, it's basically the dishwashing liquid and the vinegar. So the dishwashing liquid component will break up the oils of that stain. And the vinegar is also really good for whitening, loosening, loosening up um, built-in grime as well. So the combination is, is, is really, really effective for the majority of stains I deal with with kids. So... And it, and it lasts a long time. It's, it's eco-friendly, cost-effective, and it actually gets results. So that would be um, a first tip. You could spray that on and then obviously give a little bit of a gentle scrub depending on the fabric is depending on how you scrub. If anyone has any soft, old tooth, toothbrushes that they're going to discard, the soft bristled ones are really good for um, gently giving things a little bit of a scrub otherwise you can just rub the fabric fibers together in your hands if it's a more of a delicate um, fabric but that's a, a bit of a go-to the other things like um, paint um, texture and things like that you want to use like a rubbing alcohol you can use like hairspray or hand sanitizer or rubbing alcohol they've got that alcohol base and what happens is it will help dilute the color and that's a different that's a different sort of stain removal technique by blotting and you you sort of remove as much as the color out of that as possible but what else we've got we yeah you can also use um for deodorizing you can use bicarb soda and also vinegar um also a great for deodorizing uh lemon juice um, you can use that as well. Obviously, I focus on eco-friendly options, things that you have around the home. There's so many things that you don't have to go and buy an expensive um, stain removal uh, product that a lot of people will say to me, oh, that didn't work or has actually marked my clothes or it stained my clothes because some of those will have 
um, you know, only leave on for a certain amount of time because they do have like bleaching agents in there. But saying that, um, you know, other things can naturally bleach and whiten your clothes. So if you have a, a white shirt that's um, a little bit dull or a little bit grey, maybe it's gone through the wash with darks, which, you know, we're all, we're all human. It happens sometimes. So you can obviously uh, soak it in vinegar. You can also um, spray my combination on there and give that a soak. But at the end of the day, you can hang it out on the line on a sunny day and spray it with pure white vinegar. So the vinegar reacts with the sunlight and it helps brighten and whiten. And it's very, very effective. That's a great one. You're giving us some great nuggets of gold there for washing. Um, <laughs> is there any... Um, Anything else that you want to share with families listening right now that, you know, are struggling with their, their load of washing and um, all their stains? And Because obviously, you know, nothing's worse than, especially like with my son's school uniform that he spilt soy sauce on, that school uniforms are expensive. Um, you know, and last thing you want to do is not be able to use that uniform anymore uh, with the stain. I think, you know, your eco-friendly message of using eco-friendly products and repairing clothes and things like that. Is there any last last messages that you want to give parents out there that are feeling the strain of uh of the laundry look every stain you can always make it better you can always improve it um yeah which is which is really important because at the moment australia every year um we dispose of eight hundred thousand tons of textile landfill which you know which isn't great and 95 percent of that um, that landfill which it works out to be about 31 kilos per person per Australian every year and um, as I said 95% can be reused and the main cause of um, just of, of why we dispose of clothes is because of stains so sitting out just flick me a message um, you know on Instagram check out my highlights I, I put all my stories up there but at the start, just don't panic. Even if you just soak it in a little bit of laundry detergent and cold water as a starting point and then flick me a message, but everything can be improved. Sometimes stains um, may improve or they may get lighter, but you can still wear them. Um, we can make things better, but it's definitely worth giving it a try because they school uniforms, for example, are so expensive and I think the most common school uniform complaint is borrow and pen and things like that which we can definitely get out my son I've asked them to start putting their washing away and he had um, a little insight that he was only going to wear one pair of underwear all week and where he's have one pair of one school uniform that he wears all week and one after school uniform that he was after school play out that he was going to wear all week because he's so sick of having to fold his own washing and put it away so uh and my other son oh, look, I'd take that as a win. I, I took it as a win. So, you know, that's my next, this is my next stage before, you know, having smelly children that are turning their, in, their undies, uh, they told me they could ch change them eight times, the one pair. Um, so, you know, you know, it's one step before that nudist colony, hopefully. I would highly encourage that because they'll get to a point, they'll go, oh, okay, let's up it to two. But I actually just <laughs> did a really big story on folding socks because I have, you know, most... There's a, there's a sock monster in every house and um, and 
I have piles and kilos, I reckon, of odd socks, but I'm on a mission to find their matching pairs. And um, and I've got some really cool way kids can fold socks on one of my latest stories. But yes, if they only want to wear one pair of socks of the week and smell a little bit pongy at school, go for it. You're not there. Exactly. No judgment for us parents, you know. No, there's no judgment at all. Yeah, so we won't judge the smelly kids anymore. It's all like, that's a mum saving time in the laundry. I love it. Perfect message today. (laughs) Choose your battles wisely. (laughs) Thanks so much, Nicole, for being on the show. My pleasure. Thanks for listening to today's show. If you want to be an expert guest or you've got a weird, wacky or wonderful product to share, don't be shy. Get in contact with our team at info at pacmag.com.au. This podcast is proudly produced by PacMag. You can listen to more episodes on our website, pacmag.com.au.